0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want?
1: all lowercase. That's shopify.com
0: slash tech.
1: Hello everybody, what's up, and welcome back to another Coffee Talk Podcast episode. I am Kaylin and today I want to sip a nice decaf beverage. Let me know what you're drinking or what you're doing as you tune in down below and answer some advice submissions that I have received. I am thinking for the next little bit, this will be the general baseline of how we'll do these conversations, these hangouts, if you will. The whole idea behind my podcast is it's supposed to feel like you're tuning in and having a cup of coffee or a drink of any kind of sort with a friend while we have discussions that range from a bunch of different topics. If you would like some advice, I'm going to post on the community board of this channel, the Kalen's Coffee Talk YouTube channel, now that it's been rebranded from Coz, come on over to the community board and I'm going to leave a Google Doc. It'll be an anonymous submission forum where you can go in and write whatever you would like and I'll have my assistant pick out a few for me to do some episodes over the coming weeks. So check that out. And these ones are coming in from members of the channel, members of the Sunday Club, so. Also, feel free to join on the YouTube channel if you want to be part of the Sunday Club. We hang out every Sunday live and do a little bit of yoga, some journaling, some open coffee talk discussions, and we have a book club. So if you want to join in on that Sunday fun, then the way to join right now is through Kaelin's Coffee Talk YouTube. Today, I want to answer a submission that came in from a member that says, Dear Kaelin, Thank you for all the cozy, kind, and helpful content that you always give us, and you are so welcome. In today's global context, how to get out of a confused state of mind and seek happiness? How can we disconnect from that context to connect with ourselves and the rest of the wonderful things that continue to exist? Sorry for my English and a big hug from Barcelona, Spain. Your English was great by the way and sending you a big hug in return from Canada. How do we seek happiness? I don't think happiness is something that we can feel all of the time, but I do feel like a general sense of happiness or joy from your day-to-day life comes from a sense of inner peace. And I definitely could see how that sense of inner peace might be missing from the context of today's world. And it may have been missing from other generations as well, but I can't say, because this is the generation that I live in, but my prognosis would be that we are missing a sense of inner peace because of how interconnected we have become and also how instantaneous we've become. Both with just the idea that you are always accessible based on the fact that we have phones, based on the internet, like everything is immediate now. We are so overstimulated and we're so distracted. And when we are overstimulated by way too much information, specifically information that doesn't really pertain to us or really give us anything, and also distracted in the sense that again, just how easily things pull at our attention, not to mention how, how many things are vying for our attention because your attention is basically your dollar. And even if it isn't your dollar, even just your view, if you're on YouTube or your listen on a podcast, that helps boost somebody's platform up, which helps make their income, you know? So what I think originally started out when social media became what what it was originally, like years back, we're talking 10, 15 years ago, it started off as people's escape, people's entertainment. And I think it's still that, The difference is though that it has grown so much over the last few years that now that it's such a highly competitive field. So there's so much saturation on the internet, there's so much on YouTube, there are so many podcasts, there are so many accounts, there are so many influencers, there's so much content out there in the world now, as opposed to 10 to 15 years ago, that it's almost part of the game now that you have to do things to try and gauge people's attention. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m
1: So everything's trying to pull you in their direction everything even just your phone in general the way that our phones are set up to send us notifications at specific times because it's like hey you haven't been on Instagram for a while so if you haven't actively turned off certain notifications from Instagram they will know to notify you at a specific time to try and get you to come back into the app, to come spend more time over here. So we're so, so distracted. We are so overstimulated by the amount of content that's out there. If you spend a decent amount of time online, which for the most part, I would say it would be an easy guess to say that a lot of us spend at least an hour on our phones, or at least an hour connected into the world. And if you are someone that works online or works at a desk or at a computer or in social media or in networking or anything like that, the odds are that you spend even more than that. So the amount of frivolous information that's just passing through our brains. If the first thing you do in the morning is grab your phone and search through Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or YouTube or Pinterest even, there's so much information passing by our brains so quickly that that turns into overstimulation even if you don't recognize it. Our brains haven't evolved to process the amount of information that we do from our phones. And all of this is just to say that the more connected and instantaneous that we have become, the more complicated and anxious I think we feel. We process so much information about other people's lives, about other people's opinions, that we lose a sense of connection with ourselves. We lose a sense of connection with our intuition. And the more saturated we become with the outside world's opinion, whoever it is, whatever you're passing by on the internet, even in your town and community, but it's definitely way more prevalent online, The more we are interconnected to everybody else, and aware of everybody else, and processing everybody else's point of view, the less we're coming from our own, the less connected we are to our own. And again, you might not even realize it. It's almost like a numbing effect. And if it's numb, you can't even sense that it's missing or it's not there. We are creatures of habit. We are habitual beings. So when we become super unconscious of the ways that we spend our day to day, even just unconscious of our digital habits are digital health which is something that again 10 to 15 years ago didn't really exist but now it's something we definitely have to put into play when it comes to our overall well-being knowing your own digital health your own digital habits is super important because even if you are somebody that is going to spend a decent amount of time online or let yourself mindlessly scroll These things are fine as long as you do them consciously. In fact, I think almost any habit is okay as long as you're doing it consciously because that is where you create the space to create some wiggle room to begin the process of change. So it's not something you have to be perfect at, it's not something you have to be perfect with, but just being aware of how much time you spend online, how many people you're following, who you're following, what information you're processing is so important. By nature, we do things on autopilot and there's very good reason for that. We cannot consciously do every single thing that we need to in a day. Your heart has to beat without you thinking about it. Your lungs have to breathe without you thinking about it. It would just take way too much energy to consciously do all of the things that we actively do in a day. The issue is, When things slowly seep their way into our unconscious or subconscious brain, when we start putting things on autopilot without realizing it, specifically with our digital health, specifically with picking up your phone and scrolling for no reason, or a notification comes through and it sucks you back into the wormhole of your phone, or you just get lost scrolling, I just kind of said that, but like, you just get pulled into that sphere, right? And it becomes unconscious and you don't realize how much you're doing it. That is where the issue comes in. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. These habits aren't horrible in the scale of things that are really bad for us that we can habitualize, but they aren't healthy. Being online, especially, I mean, even that, I don't wanna say that it's bad, Being online can be great, there's a lot of pros, but there are also a lot of cons. And even if you're intaking a lot of positive information, even if you follow all of the happy, healthy accounts that really make you feel inspired and good, at some point, anything becomes unhealthy for you when it's too much. It makes us lose a sense of that deeper, profound, rooted sense of happiness because it gives us a sense of quick satisfaction and it hits us with dopamine but it isn't long lasting, you know? So you go back for that dopamine hit again, you go back for that dopamine hit again. And as soon as it depletes, which is pretty quickly, how often were you picking up your phone and checking the same things over and over again, opening Instagram and scrolling again, opening TikTok and scrolling mindlessly. Like how often in an hour do you do that? Or how often in a six to eight hour period do you do that? Because if it's more than six to eight times and that's more than once an hour, that's your brain seeking out dopamine. And when it's seeking out dopamine, specifically in the digital world or anywhere in the external world it's losing a sense of deep profound inner peace inner happiness and when you can bloom your sense of happiness from the inside from that state of inner peace it brings the outside world back into balance it means you can go online but it's not what you're searching or seeking for you do it consciously so that you're catching yourself when you're like, Ooh, I'm feeling myself get sucked in and you have the choice because it's not bad if you're like, I'm going to actively choose to be sucked into this wormhole on my phone. You'll do it consciously. It's so, relevant in our culture today to be building empires, to be building brands out of ourselves as individuals, to be trying to do as many things as possible, to have so many caveats of ways that you can create. And again, I don't think that that's inherently a bad thing. I just think that it pulls us in so many different directions that it's almost impossible to feel a sense of peace and to feel a sense of flow and concentration when we're so divided and when we're so. I mean, what are we even doing it for, right? This idea of hustle culture, unsubscribing from it, this idea of even just how much time we spend online, why, what are we see- What are we seeking, what are we searching for on our phones? What slowing down means to you is going to be unique to you, but I think that it is important to slow down and that the only way we can slow down is to log off and also to stop signing up for more, stop trying to do more, stop trying to produce more out of yourself. Find out how you can live the easiest way through your life. And not easy in the sense of convenience, because that's another thing which I think I actually wrote down in my next point here, but easy in the sense of you're not stressing trying to do more than you actually need to. And logging off will help us reconnect with ourselves because it disconnects us from so much opinion, so much information, so many lives of people that... They're like, nobody's doing anything wrong with it, but like, like who cares what everybody else is doing? And when you overly care what everybody else is doing, or when you overly seek out what everybody else is doing, even to just contrast and compare to make sure what you're doing is okay. All of this steals the inner peace and the inner intuition that we have intuitively. It was born, we're born with it. It takes us away from that connection. It's not the answer anybody wants to hear but I definitely think that logging off and slowing down are the answers to reconnecting with that sense of inner peace. Now, the second part of your question was, how do we disconnect from that and reconnect with ourselves? I kind of just answered that, but I can tell you what has helped me, but bear in mind, it's gonna be different for all of us. When I moved out of the city and I, reconnected with nature. I got to somewhere where I could be more in nature. Choosing to actively do less, and I'm still working on that. I'm still a work in progress with it, even just with the recent rebranding of my business. I've had to say no to so many things that I originally was like, okay, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this. And then I decided one day, do I even really want to build an empire? Why am I trying to build an empire? Do I need to do this? And the real answer, as uncomfortable as it is, is no. And it's just my ego that wants to, you know, see the sky as the limit and dream as big as I can. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just, you have to, again, be conscious of what you're trading in for that empire, what you're trading in for that dream. Because with everything we say yes to, we say no to something else. It's a really hard pill to swallow that, you can't have it all. It was a really hard pill for me to swallow that I can't have it all because my intuition was begging for more slow moments more peace and quiet more time to just do yoga and meditate and journal and be with my family and live by my value system i have my value system it's strong i know what it is and i know how to lead by it but when i actually looked at what i was trying to actively do in my career and in my work life and see how much time that we're all given in a day which is the same for all of us and how much energy i'm able to expend and where to expend it to It made me realize that it's impossible to do it all. It's impossible to live a slow life and build an empire at the same time. These two things do not coexist. I think even just letting go of the need of convenience, which was another thing that I learned from leaving the city where I could just get food on demand. I could get anything sent to my door on demand and going back to being connected to the meals I'm preparing, going back to having to go out of my way to get something or go purchase something, not needing to overproduce, not needing to do too much or create so much. and. That really helped as well. You know that feeling you get when you get that dopamine hit, but it's so quick and it's so easy that it leaves you going back for more. When I had to start working harder for my dopamine hits, when I had to start doing more work just to like make dinner or go out of my way to go get groceries, can't get food delivered to my house. These are the types of things that allowed me to bring my dopamine levels back into balance and feel more joy from my day-to-day life. The only thing I will say I need to take a sip. hold on. I will say that there is this general sense sometimes, specifically when you choose to take your own path, do your own thing, unsubscribe from hustle culture, take more time offline. There can be this feeling of FOMO and maybe I can do a full different coffee talk on social media FOMO, this idea that you're missing out on something without even really knowing what it is you're missing out on. And it's, again, I think that comes from when you're over or hyper connected into what everybody else is doing, it makes you feel like you're part of something even though you're not. And when you take a step back from that, there's this feeling of, Oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Or I I don't know what everybody else is doing. Like I feel disconnected. Like, am I missing out on the fun? Am I missing out on the party? But no, you're not. And so it's such a complicated feeling. It's a new feeling that we're all experiencing. If you have experienced that feeling before, even just taking a break from it for a little bit for my own health and just being able to focus on other things for a little while, you do get this general sense of like, am I missing out on something? Or if I stop overproducing, will I fall behind? These are all conversations that we can definitely have if you wanna have them, because I've already been talking a lot today. When you do feel that feeling, just give it space. It's not a bad feeling, it's not a good feeling. You don't have to do anything about that feeling. You can bring awareness to it and perhaps counteract that feeling by reminding yourself that the only person you're missing out on If you choose to go the other way is yourself so it's better that you miss out on what everybody else is doing and stay connected to yourself than in reverse you be connected to what everybody else is doing but totally miss out on yourself so personally i would rather the first i'd rather be more connected to myself and miss out on what the world thinks is cool or is doing at the moment but again, that is going to come down to your value system and the way you want to live your life and the things you are choosing to seek out in this time and in this space and with your energy. So there you have it. That's my advice to you today. I hope that that gave you what you might have been looking for. If you have anything to add or any advice for the submission that came through, jump on over to Kaylin's Coffee Talk on YouTube and leave it in the comment section of this chat. Again, be sure to check out the community board as well if you'd like to submit your own advice or request for advice so I can make some more episodes out of it. It is going to be very helpful for me at this time in my life to be able to pull from what you guys are looking to talk about and help in any way that I can. The next advice that someone asked is how to discern what your values are and somebody else said a video on discovering your values and which we talked about a little bit today. So, hang tight because I'm going to be working on that episode next. If you are looking to figure out what your values are or learn how to live by your values, then we will have that chat over our next cup and I will see all of you guys there. Bye.
0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m.
1: Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto.